Hello there and welcome to this week's episode of Sunday to Sunday. Good morning and welcome back to the podcast. Today we are coming to you live from the office, still social distancing. Yes. And around the table we have with us today, Rebecca Sargent. Hey, hey. Yay. Stephanie Noble. Hey, Brad. <laughs> Pastor Anthony Braswell. Why are you yell for me? <laughs> I noticed on previous podcasts I was becoming a little obnoxious with my intro. Becoming? And special guest with us today we have Leanne Cahoon. I feel like I'm sitting at the cool kids table. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Blue's Clues is back. Okay. <laughs> Stephanie, you have a great opener for us today. Okay, I saw something online the other day and it made me think of this. Um, you know, we all have people in our lives that, you know, we're close with, we probably talk to a lot, and probably even ourselves, we say certain words or phrases, and you know, you, if you hear a word or a phrase, you might think of a certain person. And so I wanted to talk about certain things that we all say today. Uh, one of, I'll, I'll start an example Jonathan, anytime you ask Jonathan how he's doing, he says, Gouda. Not good. He says, Gouda, like the cheese. Like the cheese. Like the cheese. How are you today? Gouda. Every single time. Or sometimes that's time. my response. Like, yes. oh, that sounds Gouda. Yes. Every single time. Here's, <laughs> a, here's another. Here's another. Pastor Anthony. Oh, no. He says this in every sermon. You will not be able to unhear it. I'm convinced. Yeah. <laughs> or, or he will say, and I'll be honest. Yes. Yeah. Like he was gonna lie to you otherwise, <laughs> but this time he's not. And so if we all have stuff like that. Like I know I have things that I say or words that I say. It's just like, you know, things you pick Stephanie up. Stephanie says a hundred percent. Yes, I do. I say that a lot. There's no eighty-five percent. It is a hundred percent. One hundred percent. I feel like a lot of us in this room, when we're getting off the phone with each other or leaving, departing from a place, we all say, bye. Yes, we do. Yes, bye, yes. Bye. It makes it more, like, fun and not sad. Right. Bye. bye. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What else? What else? Or do y'all have some, It could be somebody in this room or somebody else that you know, like, they say that. Not that Leanne says this, but she did something this morning, and it made me laugh because she does this a lot. If anybody is a conspiracy theorist in my life, it is Leanne. And this morning, I kind of spat out my own conspiracy theory, and she touches her nose. Yes. <laughs> you always do that, and I don't know what it means, but anytime you go conspiracy theory, she taps she her nose. It's me agreeing with you without saying it out loud for Alexa or something. This morning when you did, I was like, why does she always tap her nose when I go conspiracy? When I go Mel Gibson. Do y'all remember that Tim movie Mel Gibson was Tim in? Full Signs? No. <laughs> the Passion of the Crock? No. Yes. We had, what it was all want? about conspiracy theories. It was Signs, and they put Not on the Tim Full hat. No, no, I saw that one too. I'm going to Google it. Y'all keep going. Okay. <laughs> something that Leanne says, and I love it. It makes me laugh every time she says it. Like, we'll be talking about something, and she's like... And that's the story of things I would do different by Leanne Cahoon. Yes. I, write my, I write my own book. Yeah. Yes, I write yes. the book about everything. I love it. I love it. It makes me laugh every time. Rebecca has a tone. 
Yeah. And she, her head goes all sideways, <laughs> and she gets real emphatic, and like she's going to beat me up. Because I'm from Kinston. I <laughs> know, <laughs> like, it's called jealous. conspiracy theory. Oh. It's, <laughs> hey, that's kind of on the nuts. <laughs> yeah. It, it's 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 Julia Roberts and Mel Gibson. That is a really good movie. Y'all not seen that? I movie? have seen I that one. Oh, it's so good. I'll okay. have to check it out. I'm gonna watch it again. Look at you being right on a movie. Yes. I will 100 percent check that 100%. out. 100. I'll be honest. I really like that movie. I really like that. I'm convinced it's one of the better movies. Of course, we all know not to take movie advice from you. Come on. Oh. Rush hour, one, two, three, four. <laughs> oh, gosh. Rush hour three is trash. <laughs> Rush hour one and two is amazing. So if you guys have people in your life that um, say certain phrases or things that you can't get out of your head or every time you hear it, you think of this one person, leave us a five-star review and let us know about that. <laughs> Speaking of five-star reviews, Passer, your message was fire this past oh, week because yes. you had first lady marion braswell <laughs> yes. with you yes. for mother's day you guys did a fantastic fantastic job That's week cool. two of love like you've never been hurt you uh mentioned some statements from audacious faith confessions by stephen furtick and today i just wanted to talk about there is a bunch of those statements that were made which one of the statements you feel like stuck out most to you i really like the one that said i am fully resourced to do everything God has called me to do. Mm. And I think that makes a huge difference for me. Like, God is with me. He is Emmanuel. He's with us. And um, he's given us the Holy Spirit. So everything in our lives that he has planned for us, we have the power and the wisdom and the capability to do that because he is with us. He makes us enough. Right. I think we talked about a lot about that on Sunday is we mm-hmm. are enough. And it's because we have him. And, um, you know, as a human, as a woman, as a whatever, a lot of times I feel like, oh, I'm not qualified for this, or I can't do this, or I'm not going to do this because I'm nervous or scared or whatever. But just remembering, like, I'm fully resourced to do this. If God has called me to do it, if I feel led by the Holy Spirit to do it, it's going to happen because I have everything I need because God's given it to me Mm. already. That's so good. I do enough, I have enough, I am enough. Yes, I love that. I need to to say this every day. (laughs) So the one that stuck out to me was, I have no insecurity because I see myself the way God sees me. And I think, Pastor, after you got done reading this, you said, how different would our lives be if we actually applied these? I mean, for all these statements, we're probably constantly pursuing them. And for me, that's something that I am constantly pursuing. But I love that that's the goal. Like, I shouldn't have any insecurity because... The way God has created me, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. He sees that I have a purpose. The more I look into that, rather than what the world or my family or friends think of me, then like I can pursue what He has for me. So I, I love that that boldness of like I shouldn't have any insecurity because of the way God sees me. Mine's very similar to yours, uh, Jonathan. I, I have no fear or anxiety. I trust in the Lord with all of my heart. I think with everything going on, you know. Um, so many variables, so many unknowns, it's easy to have a little fear and a little anxiety. And maybe a little bit is healthy. So, you know, everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing. But, you know, for my friends working on the front lines, healthcare workers, or for my family who is sick or compromised, you know, um, I'm just trying to remember that he is in control. And, you know, any places that they're going, they're, you know, on high alert and cleaning and making sure things are 
are sanitized and, and a safe space for them. So um, I've really I've been kind of repeating that to myself since Sunday because I just need that little reminder. Mm. That's yeah. all. good. That's These good are one. so good. All yeah. of them are so good. Um, I think what really jumps out to me is I have the wisdom of the Lord concerning every decision I make. Um, I like to be prepared, and I really, really wish that God would, you know, hand me, like, the outline for my life and be like, here you go. But that's not yes. how it happens. And so I have a tendency to seek everybody else's counsel mm. when really I have the wisdom of the Lord concerning every decision mm. I make, yeah. every decision, no that's matter good. how big or how small. And I need to lean on him for that. And trust not in my own understanding oh. or my <laughs> own preparedness. And, and and so that that really just stuck with me. Mm, that's good. That is yeah. good. For me, I would go, I am able to fulfill the calling God has placed on my life. Um, I don't know why, but the last year or so, I have this reoccurring dream, and it's so weird, but... It, there's variations of this dream, but I always end up in front of a group of people with nothing to say. And it's, it, it's, it's weird. Like I, the last time it happened, I was standing in front of a, a congregation and, and there were all these people there and I opened my iPad and it was nothing. It was a blank sheet of paper. Like there was no notes and nothing would come to my mind. And it was like, I had nothing to say. And it's like this, I wake, I wake up with this almost frightened feeling um, that I can't do it. You know what I mean? So whatever it is that God's put in my heart to do, I can't do it, you know? And so that one really speaks to me. Like I, I am able to do, uh, what God's called me to do, you know? So whatever he's purposed in my heart, God's going to, God's going to equip me. He's going to give me the words to say, you know, it's funny because that goes way back to one of the first messages I ever preached at the Wallace Church of God. Um, <laughs> I, I was sitting in the choir loft, getting ready to go up and preach. And I just had this thing in my head that these people, you know, they know more about the Bible than you will ever know. There's nothing you could say to them they haven't already heard. And I just had this fear. And there was a door to my right, and I just wanted to run out that door. And I opened my Bible and played Bible roulette, which I encourage people <laughs> they never do, right? And I just opened my Bible and put my finger down, you know, and I looked. And it was this verse of Scripture that said, don't worry about what you will speak in the hour you will speak it, but it will be the Holy Spirit speaking through you. Wow. So it's like my whole, like, adult ministry, I've, I've, I've had this fear. I'm not going to know what to say. I'm yeah. not going to have the words to speak. Uh, but it goes back to that same experience that it's it's God, it's the Holy Spirit that will equip and lead and guide. And so. um, something that I really loved about these audacious faith confessions or statements that we, we call them is one is sometimes we're saying them for ourselves, but sometimes we're saying them to the enemy. Like, mm. um, I just want you to know that this is how I feel and this is what I believe, so you need to back up today. Yeah, because to me, like, God has given you a voice pastor anthony and a calling to preach and share the word and like that's very clear that that's a calling and a gift on your life and so why wouldn't the enemy try to place doubt on you for that mm -hmm. from the very beginning and so that is like the enemy trying to take that away so when you speak those things out loud sometimes it's not just for us it's for him like hey remember mm -hmm. right i can do this like jesus is with me you know and i think that that's just as much to to renounce the enemy than it is um, mm. to support ourselves. But another thing is, I was talking to my mom about this on Saturday. 
Um, and which is funny because we just talked about this on Sunday, but she was talking about uh, a family that was going through a really hard time, and then but they had put this thing on on Facebook where they were singing a version as a family of "It Is Well," and I was like, "Man, I couldn't sing that song in that season because it, mm-hmm. it would not be well." Mm-hmm. And she was like, "You know, sometimes you have to sing and say things." for your heart to remember what your head knows or your head to remember what your heart already knows. And that's so true because even I've experienced that in my life. I've had to say things like that prayer we talked about a couple of weeks ago, like you're playing your will, your time, not mine. Like I say it over and over again because I need to remind myself of what I know to be true, even if I don't feel it in the moment. And so these things, like maybe you don't feel it right then. It's important for us to say those things and remember those things because we know deep in our heart that they're true. They're mm-hmm. the truth from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so it's so important that we stay focused and, and, and stay true and remember these things. Yeah. Speak them in faith. Yeah. And so, We'll make these available in the show notes yes. today so that you can download those and look at those. And, and I would just really encourage you, speak them out loud. Don't yeah. just read them. Speak them out loud. Uh, speak them in faith. I also took a season where I took one faith statement per day and journaled about it. Mm-hmm. And so I might would encourage you to just hmm. spend some time so that you really um, – just kind of get as much as you can out like of it. Like live with stick. it. Yeah. yeah, live with it. Yeah, yeah. So I really encourage you to do that. That's right. Good. That's good. I like that. Um, Pastor, what are we looking forward to this upcoming week with week three of Love Like You've Never Been Hurt? We're going to continue with just some practical advice about how to handle conflict hmm. um, and how to love like you've never been hurt. It's easy to say it, but it is so difficult to live it out. And so right. we're trying to be as very practical as we can because we understand how hard it is. And so we want to help people love like they've never been hurt. And that's not just in romantic relationships. No. That's friendships, no. like business Every relationships relationship. with people, with strangers. You know, like how do we love in a way that is sacrificial mm. and doesn't have regard for the path? You know, it's all about what Jesus would want us to do. And that's why I've loved this series because it applies to everything. Every right, relationship. Right, right. And I love the practical stuff. There's one thing... Dave Ramsey says a lot in regards to finances. He said it's 20% head knowledge and 80% like application, like doing it. And I think in this season, as we learn these things, if we just hear all of these statements and confessions, but we don't like put it into practice, we're not going to see life change. That's insanity to, to want to see change and then keep doing the same thing. So I love that we're like just diving straight into like practical stuff, especially in the season. If that sparks your imagination um, this Wednesday, uh, we're doing an online Bible study in James chapter 2, and that's exactly what we're talking about. Faith awesome. and action, faith and works. It goes hand in hand. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Good. Hey, are you doing another webinar coming up? We are. We're doing webinars uh, more frequently. We're doing a webinar this particular week called How to Deal with the Lag. Okay. T- tell us about it. <laughs> there was a little bit of a lag right there. <laughs> so I've got a great friend. His name is Ron Barefoot. And Ron is a great pastor and counselor and coach. And he talks a lot about emotional intelligence and um, the fact that if we're really going to go forward in, in our life, we've got to have some level of emotional intelligence to be able to, to, to make those choices and decisions. 
And right now in this season, it feels like there's a little bit of a lag. Like people are just going through the motions. Yeah. When yeah. people jump on survive. that Zoom call, like there's a void in their face. There's something missing. And so I think people are just lagging, you know. And so kind of like my internet at home. It's <laughs> buffering. Um, and so we want to help people catch up. That's awesome. That's well, I'll be tuning in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Step one, upgrade your router. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for today. Just a reminder for our listeners, we release these episodes every Wednesday, and we want to thank you for tuning into today's podcast. I think for mine, I loved, uh, I have no fear or anxiety. I trust in the Lord with all my heart. Actually, cut, that's not the one. I, 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 I no, I didn't he, read the one he, that was high, highlighted I specifically highlighted one. I didn't even read it. I was like, where'd it go? It's the only one highlighted. Literally. Um, Literally. <laughs> that could be your blooper. That was my blooper, yeah. Well, I just said I am protected from all ham. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to be protected from ham? Maybe. I don't know. Don't take it from me, Jesus. <laughs> Look, you can get mad itch from pork, so be careful. Get what? Look, it's like hives, but it's called mad itch. And if you have, like, eat bad pork, because no. pigs get mad itch. Yeah. And so a human gets mad itch because you've been eaten like. Are you saying mad itch. itch? Like, urgh. <laughs> 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 I thought it was a term I never heard before. You were saying mad, mad, itch. mad itch. Like, yeah. quit it. Like, That's what I was thinking. <laughs> For more information and links to resources mentioned in today's episode, visit northparkrdu.com and click on the podcast page. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Join us every Wednesday for new episodes of Sunday to Sunday. Mm-hmm.